Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to Combat Nerd Coalition, episode four. See, it's not dead. It's very much alive. We're going to be talking about some interesting uh, topics today, and the first one we wanted to deal with is, you know, piggybacking off our last episode, we reviewed Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Everyone. Well, it turns out. Apparently. It didn't do so well. We have... Well, according to According certain to people. certain people. According to an article from Screen Rooms. Why Doctor Strange the Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness, excuse me, reviews are so mixed. You may take this one? Sure. All right. First reactions to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. This article comes to you by Screen Rant, by the way. Thank you for the article. Have arrived and at MCU standards and its score is more mixed than positive. The first Marvel Cinematic Universe movie of 2022 is Doctor Strange at the Multiverse of Madness, one of Marvel's most anticipated projects. But the first reviews haven't lived up to MCU standards and have been quite mixed. The MCU continues its expansion with its Phase 4, which is covering both movies and TV shows, with the latter connecting to the former. Phase 4 is also introducing new characters, events, and concepts, and the main one is so far in the multiverse, which is explored in Spider-Man No Way Home and will unleash chaos in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Which she will see, because now we officially have Spider-Man No Way Home on DVD. So, Set a couple months after the events of Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will see the title sorcerer played by Benedict Cumberbatch with the consequences of the multiverse chaos he and Peter Parker, Tom Holland, unleashed because he won't shut up with the help of an old friends like Wong and Scarlet Witch. Uh, friend. That's besides the point. As well as new Isles like America Chavez. Strange will travel into the multiverse to face a mysterious new adversary while also encountering variants of himself, Scarlet Witch, Christina Palmer, Rachel McAdams, and more. After a couple of delays due to the coronavirus pandemic and the usual rescheduling in the MCU, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is finally coming to theaters on May 6th, 2022. And the first reactions to it have been mixed, although at the time of writing Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness holds a 79% score on Rotten Tomatoes, and while that means it's not a bad score, it's a low Rotten Tomatoes score by MCU standards. And the reaction from critics so far have been mixed, though there's a lot of praise for Sam Rami's direction and the performances of the main cast. Here is what the positive reviews of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness are saying. This one first comes to from comicbook.com. Or CBR, it's comicbookread.com. Multiverse of Madness is, in a sense, the first official MCU horror film with Sam Raimi pulling out all the stops, especially in an extended second act sequence that generally pushes the PG-13 rating at moments. This is part of the film Raimi excels at in burring Strange and America's Journey with a mix of schlock, schlock, thank you, horror film techniques and 
psychic psychedelic psychedelic imaginary straight from the comics that easily elevate the this film's visual visually to the top of the MCU. And then another one from Gizmodo. <laughs> Best known for horror films like The Evil Dead as well as the first Spider-Man trilogy, Rami loves to scare and disgust. Like, yeah. Which he does in more in almost each and every scene. In one, it might be putting the camera into the point of view of a demon. In another, it's a picture frame moving like something out of a Harry Potter movie. A fourth wall break here, a jump scare there. Each little touch is fun and gives Multiverse of Madness its very own unique flair. The nerdiest. Rami is in his element as he crafts cosmic set piece after magic set piece after multiversal set piece. This is a universe where the rules mean anything can happen and under Rami's watch, they will. Fans have been waiting for America to arrive in the MCU, and Gomez does the fan-fave character justice. I don't think so. She's powerful, funny, appropriate, in control of her own story. Cumberbatch expands his guest roles in other MCU movies, crafting someone funnier, less hateable, and with a heart beating deep under that blue costume. Ben Guan is back as the rightful Sorcerer Supreme. And once again, steals every scene he's in. When America arrives, the pair realizes that there's only one person who can help. Wanda Maximoff. As expected, Elizabeth Olsen brings her WandaVision chops in another powerhouse performance. Bloody Disgusting says, Rami easily slips back into his horror filmmaking roots and manages to infuse the sequel with as much horror as the MCU allows him. The script by Loki writer Michael Waldron lets demons and zombies run amok, but Rami takes it a step further with his physical horror and horror comedy sensibilities. Then there's Olsen's Wanda Maximoff, who retreated to a solitary life on a quiet stretch of farmland after the emotional fallout of WandaVision. The powerful character makes a formable ally still also Ted Olsen ensures that that power is matched by emotional complexity. 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 Yes. I can't talk. So that makes sense. Which makes her one of the more interesting and often heartbreaking characters of the MCU. How Olsen carries over her work from the Emmy Award-winning award series heightens the stakes and emotional investment. I'm not one to read Cheat Sheet. I don't trust Cheat Sheet with, with a burning passion, so we're just going to stick to the other article. The strong assets of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness seem to be Sam Raimi's direction and Elizabeth Olsen's performance as tormented and complex Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strew... Strew... <laughs> Strange has, I can't talk, we both can't talk, had been teased as a horror and quite possibly being the studio's first horror movie and all its points at Raimi deliver, delivering on all that without compromising his unique style that has ultimately earned him a spot as one of the masters of horror that is, of course, while still 
fitting the standards of an MCU movie, Olsen has been described as the emotional anchor of the story and the most powerful performance. But unfortunately, among the weakness of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse Madness is Scarlet Witch's arc and those of the other side characters, which ended up being rushed, underdeveloped, and getting lost. Among the Multiverse of Madness and the surprise twists and cameos it brought, here's what the negative reviews of Multiverse of Madness are saying. And we're going to just choose one. I don't... I'll read Collider. You already read Colliders. Yet it's in this universe where we see the flaws in Marvel's attempts to try and embrace fan service without spoiling the madness in this multiverse. Doctor Strange blatantly attempts a crowd reaction akin to the final fight in Endgame or the appearance of the other Peter Parkers in No Way Home, but without the narrative weight that made those other moments effective. In this desperate grasp for applause, Marvel tries to give the fans exactly what they want, paying off Years of prediction, random possibilities, and unexpected cameos, and the result is a hollow plea for praise. It's as if Multiverse of Madness carved out a segment of the film solely to give the fandom what it wants, and ends the sequence in a way that is shockingly cruel and wholly unnecessary. On the steps of the Sorcerer's first movie, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness promises to be a spectacle, spectacular visual performance, but it looks to have taken a lot more than it could process, and its characters ended up suffering the consequences of this with underdeveloped arcs. With the current score, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness can't be considered a failure, but it's definitely below what the MCU is used to and the and this percentage might increase or decrease once the movie is out, so only time will tell if Strange's second movie was yet another hit from Marvel or one of the weakest links. And according to it, weakest links. <laughs> I'm curious now for Rotten Tomatoes, what is it at current? Seventy-four. Seventy-four and an eighty-six in audience score. So see it, it basically It's evening out. It's evening out. And you know, people are just taking time to kinda think it over, see what they think about it. I do see it doing well when it gets to streaming, but still. So yeah, lots of fans' hatred still continues. I don't know what to say about that. Neither it just it just proves that you it know Mar Mar me. Marvel fans finally are are they turning their back on the MCU because a lot of people again did not like the first two Thor movies, or they didn't like Iron Man 3. Personally, I think Iron Man 3 was one of the... It follows Tony's... Depressing arc. Well, it, it follows Tony after the events of New Ever. York. Yep. And he is dealing and with And how he major... struggles to find himself after that. Yes. 
And with Thor and Thor of the Dark World, meh, those are good too, but... But other than that, MCU does not have a movie that had sucked, in my opinion. Language. English. Russian. But anyways, that's our thoughts. Now, speaking of movies, we wanted to officially tell all you what are some movies we're excited for coming out soon. And the next one that we possibly will read. Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. We love the first Top Gun movie. You know, say what you want about Tom Cruise. We love it. He's amazing. He's amazing. He don't age. He don't age. The man ages like fine Fine wine. Like Johnny Depp. Yep. By the way, that uh, trial, please, justice for Johnny Depp. Amber Heard's a bitch. Mm-hmm. The Boz Burgers movie, I have no no interest in seeing. So no now we desire. get to June. I have no desire to see that. And we kick June 10th off with Jurassic, Jurassic World, World Dominion, Dominion, which is somewhat of a sponsor because of Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, if you're seeing this, give us more of these cans. We love them so much. Especially the blue and beta. Especially the, yep. Because it's got blue and... We're going to meet Beta in Dominion. I oh, think. that must be her baby. But yeah, we're seeing the, the trailers, the TV spots, the posters, anything else. We're hyped for the final conclusion to Jurassic World Dominion. We don't want any old characters to die, please. No. That'll make us cry. And then June 17th, here's a movie that might make us cry because it's Pixar. Lightyear. Year. Chris Evans is Buzz Lightyear. When I first heard this movie was coming out, I was like, okay. Don't need Tim Allen, so this is going to be, it's, it's, it's Buzz Lightyear. Chris Evans is going to be Buzz Lightyear. Okay. He does a good job. He does. The trailers I've really liked. Do not throw up in this vehicle. <laughs> Do not throw up in this vehicle. <laughs> Are you satisfied? Do not vomit inside this vehicle. Do not vomit inside the vehicle. And then June 24th, it, I want to see it because it, it's it's a biopic. I'm a sucker for biopics, Elvis. Do I may have seen that one by myself? Possibly. I don't know. Mm. And then July, got the Minions Rise of Gru. I don't know about this one. Minions Assemble. Minions Assemble. It's, eh, I don't know. Because I, I like the Despicable Me franchise. I really do. But the minions have been overused, overhyped, and overzealous. Am I wrong? I don't know. But it the trailer that we saw for Doctor Strange in, playing in front of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Eh. I mean, I looked at you and I was like, meh. But July 8th, we're definitely not missing this one. It's got Thor. its own, it's got its own week. Doesn't have to compete with anybody. Thor, love and thunder. There's only two reasons why I'm seeing this. One, it's Thor. And Natalie Portman. And now Natalie Portman comes back as Lady Thor. So, there you go. Any other July movies? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> No, there is a movie. It, it, it literally implies, like, <laughs> is there any movies in other movies in July? Nope. nope. <laughs> yeah, nope. <laughs> I'm actually really excited to see this because, one, it could be Aliens. 
And it's a Jordan Peele movie. He's really good with horror. Again, that might be another one I have to go see by myself. Oh, well. Bullet Train. Yeah, Bullet Train. We definitely want to see. Oh, this is my watch list. We definitely want to see Bullet Train. We saw the we saw the trailer for it again. It played in front of Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. And I can't get enough of it. Mm-mm. Brad Pitt is in it. Um, the guy that played Quicksilver. Did you just stab me? Did you just stab me? I don't even know you. Bad Bunny is in it. Wait, which Quicksilver? Ultron Silver or WandaVision Silver? Ultron, because I think WandaVision's was... So Aaron Taylor Johnson? Yeah. That guy. Zazie Beats is in it. Oh, cool. Wait, Sandra Bullock is in it? Okay, I definitely want to see it now. And then DC League of Super Pets. Eh. I don't know. It's got... It's got Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. As Crypto and Ace. So, yeah. Could be. We'll see. In August, looks like nothing. Yeah, nothing in August. Sweet. September. Puss in Boots, Last Wish. I'm just waiting for that to come out on streaming. So nothing for September. October, though. Hee hee hee. Halloween end. One of my favorite Halloween, or one of my favorite stabbing franchises is Halloween. With, that's Psycho. With Michael Myers. I saw Halloween Kills. I actually watched it in a coffee shop on my phone. And I loved it. So naturally I'd be excited for this one. And it looks like we also got Black Adam. The Rock is now a superhero. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Could be interesting. Mm. And then November. If I'm not corrected, I believe we just have yep, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. <sighs> this one's going to be hard to watch. If it's a big old tribute to Chadwick Boseman, yeah, it's going to be hard to watch. But if they give the role, the, the mantle of Black Panther to somebody, resurrect, uh, please, resurrect Hellmonger. That'd be nice. Creed 3. Nothing has been said about that. Oh. They don't even have a poster. Michael B. Jordan is going to be directing yes. this one. Yes. This is not going to have Rocky. You know, no Rocky in this. Can he fight Clubber Lane's son? I want to see that. Can Mr. T come back in it? <laughs> Greed, I want to fight you. Wait, no, my son wants to fight you. <laughs> Why can't you be like my son? Whatever his name Why can't you be like my son, Cal? Sucks. <laughs> Strange world. Legendary clades are family explorers whose differences threaten to topple their latest and most crucial mission. No. It's Disney. <laughs> and then December. Hell no, I am not seeing that with a burning passion. 
You know how many cat butts I counted in that trailer? Seven. Seven. That's too many cat butts. <laughs> and I might fall asleep to it, so. Oh, they're re-releasing the 2009 one. I saw that. They're releasing in August. Who the hell cares? Oh, I know what they're doing. They're trying to bump up their box office to even stick it more to Endgame. No. And then Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Eh, I might see it. I like the... I like the first one. I want to dance with somebody. Oh, it's a Whitney Houston biopic. That could be interesting. But yeah, that's it. Not much movies. The next one we're seeing is Top Gun Maverick. Yep. And then Jurassic World Dominion. And then Jurassic World Dominion. Now, here's something that, well, both of us, you got me into it. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. we watched continue still watching i'm upset that one of my favorite one is no longer on hulu and netflix (laughs) anime 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 and yeah we're saying it wrong just to just to be weird adorable crackheads adorable crackheads but if you're new in the anime if you're new anime fan somebody literally forced a gun in your head and said you will watch anime Okay. But do I get to choose? You get to choose. What are some animes to watch? Well, where do we start? Haikyuu. Haikyuu. It's a volleyball. It follows Hinata and Kageyama in their journey to um, win a volleyball. It came out in 2014 through 2020. Yep. So it's like fairly new. Uh, like three or four seasons. Yeah. And there's nowhere to watch it. Crunchyroll. It's the subbed version, but you can watch it there. So there are subtitles you will have to read. <laughs> but. <yeah. laughs> oh, look. It's my poster. Except that's your poster. It's, Except um, it's not black. Like the lettering it's, it's, isn't it's black. Blue. It's uh. The next one, the one that we're currently re-binging because, you know, we got nothing better to do. Fruits Fruits Basket. Basket. Explain this one. Okay, so it originally came out in 2001. Yeah, this is a... uh, This is... The one that we're watching currently... Is the 2019 version. Yes, because the 2011 or 20... That one. Yes. Oh, God, the animation was terrible. It was 2001. Yeah, the animation looked terrible. It's basic... The anime is based off of the Chinese Zodiac. Mm-hmm. And there are 13 members of a family. It's the Soma family. Who are possessed by the animal spirits of... The zodiacs. And there are many ways they can transform into them, but the main one is if they're hugged by the opposite sex. Yes. And... But they don't transform when they hug each other. No. It's weird. It's weird. So... But they turn into cute animals. They do. They really do. And I say 13 because one isn't a part of it, and that's the cat. Cute. 
and his name is Kiel. Mm-hmm. He's possessed by the cat spirit. Yes. And the main character, Toru Honda. The most flighty anime character you think of. Think of she's that chick so from Bakugan. She's so adorable! And turn her up to 10. Which, by the way, there's an, there's the ones that there's other animes. that There's Bakugan, there's Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm. Pokemon is one of them. I don't watch Pokemon, mm. but I watch Yu-Gi-Oh! and Bakugan. Mm. I used to. Mm. Is it on mm. Netflix? But yeah, those are the two that she got me into. There's a third oh. one. Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, you literally have to say seven. Nah, I put seven. Um, yeah. And came out again in 2014. Up until last year. Mm-hmm. Up until last year. Which, I have to re-binge know. this one. Yeah. Oh, oh Meliodas is so hilarious. But yeah, the ones that, you know, we like... She likes, you know, Seven Deadly Sins, Fruits Basket, and Haikyuu. I like, um... Oh, and there's another one, Kakiguri. It's a, uh... Yeah, I was gonna say. Poker! It's a betting anime. Haha. Came out 2017, and look like it still be running. Mm-hmm. Is there confirmed a third season? I think so. I don't know. I'll add that to my list. Yeah, it's a gambling anime. Yeah. I want to see it. I've heard a, um, what they call a cipher. Mm-hmm. Really freaking good. I can wrap it. She can. And then where is the one that I was? Oh, look, it's live action. No. <sighs> Why do they turn it live action, I want? They turned uh, the first Harry Potter into a musical, I think. Well, that's a that's a given. But the one I recently discovered, and I well, I discovered it this year. I spelled it right. No, no, there's an O. You spelled it wrong. Oh well. What's it called? Kiriko's? Yeah. Kiriko's Basketball. It's a basketball anime. It's like I said, I even said this. It's like Haikyuu, but basketball. (laughs) And I really enjoy it. You know, it follows a middle school basketball team. And they've produced perfect season three of them, to be exact. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say. So. Those are the ones that we like. I mean, yeah, sure, there's JoJo's Perfect World, but there's My Hero Academia, Tokyo Ghoul. I have to get into that. I have to start watching that. I thought you said you didn't want to watch it. No, I need to find time. We need to find time to watch this. But we mainly are watching these in spurts because there's a lot of other shows that we need to watch or catch up on. And the one that we got literally forced in our heads that we need to watch and we have on our schedule currently is, is Moon Knight. And don't worry, we'll review it. We always do. Which spurs into 
a good segue. You didn't watch this because you were sleeping. Because of a night shift. Because night shift. I watched it because why the heck not? I love Stephen King. I love Dr. Sleep. I love The Shining. I love It. I love Christine. I love all the things that he does. They did a remake of Firestarter, which was the Drew Barrymore movie, which still haven't seen and might actually want to see. But this remake was okay. Eh, kind of boring at some parts. Third act was really good, but then it has a really banger theme. That's all I'm going to say. Short and sweet to the point. Finally, to wrap up our episode four. We're hitting five soon. We're hitting five next week. There's another Disney Plus show that we have piqued our interest. She-Hulk. And it brings Bruce Hulk back. And his arm is fixed. Smart, it is. Smart Hulk. Because it's now a combination of Bruce and... And a lot of people are saying, oh, the CGI look weird, but yeah, no. it, looks, it looks good. I like it. And yeah, I knew who Jennifer Walters was because I used to I read the comics. So I was like, oh, okay. Rumor has it this might bring Daredevil Ooh. to the MCU, even though he already was. He's a part of Marvel anyway. He was a part of the Defenders thing and the whole Netflix show, which currently now is on Disney+. Plus. So yeah, we're excited about that. But we're going to, we now have a deadline. We need to finish Moon Knight before we even start She-Hulk. Because apparently according to one of my good friends, Moon Knight's really good. Okay. And I'm, you know, I... I will start out watching it with the straightest face ever. Yep. And then that might change. Because it, you never know. It might be good. I know. That's why. Like when we literally click on the uh, play button, I will literally be like this. Until something good happens. Exactly. Or I find it interesting. Exactly. Because, yeah, you still have a talk eye. I still have to watch a lot of things. And I'm working on getting her caught up with What If. We're on the Tony... I think we're on the Tony... Yeah, we're on the Tony Stark episode. So we're close. We're close. But I think that wraps about it. I think that wraps it up. So next week, we don't know what we're going to plan. Just we'll plan something. But then in two weeks, I think... Because wait, let's see next week. We could hype up Kenobi and Top Gun 2. Yeah, because Top Gun 2 comes out same time as uh, Kenobi. It'll be Kenobi Day. I'm praying I have work off, or if I don't have work off, I'm going to wait till midnight or whenever it drops and watch it. So, yeah, that's how much of a biz Star Wars fan I am. So, yeah. Because I did that with the Book of Boba Fett. So. Alright, that wraps it about up. Thank you guys for watching. Like, subscribe, do all the YouTube things. 
All that jazz. Yep. We'll catch you next week. Bye.